0: A
1: it's, a it's a film with three brains. 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 It's a film
2: with three brains. It's a film with three brains. Oh my god, you guys are freaks.
1: Shit, my grandma used to say, what's better, fucking a good play with nothing on it? No, wait, I fucked up. What's a good play with nothing on it? Meaning? Oh no, she was seen all shit. She used to fucking piss herself all the time. And shit herself. Hello and welcome to the film with three brains. This is Sean in Chicago. And Cohen in Maplewood, New Jersey.
2: That's me. Oh, okay. Beaker in San Francisco? Yeah.
1: Um, we're going to talk about Clerks from 1994, the debut of Kevin Smith, and a. Um, Cult indie type comedy. Um, I'm, yeah, I don't really have a, a real good reason for picking it. Just that, you know, it's, uh, it was the nineties and it's bound to happen sooner or later. And, um, <laughs> I was surprised that I, 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 I hadn't, I've only seen it once before that, before now, no. um, I could remember parts of it, but you know, like the, the hockey on the roof and uh, some of the bathroom stuff and all that, but, but yeah, I mean, it's, um, you know, it is, it is a cult classic, I guess. Yeah. Had had you guys seen it recently at all? Um,
0: I haven't seen it in quite some time. I'm sure, I mean, I saw when it came out and I'm sure I've seen it a couple of times since then. Um, but not much. Yeah, I mean, I, don't know. I mean, I was never, I always liked it, and I, I was never like a big super fan. Never bought it or anything. Yeah, I mean, it, 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 for me, Clerks is, is far it's it's interesting for when it came out and sort of what was going on when it came out for it being part of sort of the the indie wave of the you know the early '90s that sort of happened. You know, it was part of that, and for that reason, it you know will always have a spot you know, sort of popular culture, taken on its own, it's, you know, a little different. It's mm. just not, it's okay. It's pretty good, I guess. I mean, it's funny, I suppose, but it's not a very good movie. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you don't think it's a, so you think it's an achievement, but not a good movie? Yeah. Quote okay. I think, it, you know, it I mean, did you like it though?
0: Sure. Okay. I liked it more when I first saw it, when it came out. Mm-hmm. And I was more interested in indie film and stuff like that because I thought because uh, that's what I wanted to do. So you know, a couple of movies all came out within a couple of years. Each other, Slacker came out. I I was really, I loved that, and The Clerks came out. And I loved that. I, you know, anything that was like seemed makes make made filmmaking seem achievable. Mm. You know, I was I really liked. Yeah, you know, we're what what years? Ninety four. So this would have been after. Uh, oh this is after we got out of high school yeah yeah yep. but like Sex, Lies and Videotape came out what like 1989 yeah and um, Slacker came out in 1992 or something like I think we're still in high school
1: is that the guy well, uh, Reservoir American...
0: Dogs came out in 92 you know okay. like it, there all these really great indie films were coming out when we were in high school or just getting out of it and going to school and you know I was going to film school and so these things were far more made far more impression then than they do now you know? yeah
1: well also we were like 22 ish yeah. you know like so sure those those you know that stuff resonates when you're that age and um sam i want to get your impressions but also i i mean generally i just felt like i was a little too old to appreciate it as much as i used to yeah sure sam what'd you think generally me <laughs> 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 yes <laughs> Yes, <laughs> killing it tonight. <laughs> In short,
2: yes. <laughs> um, okay, you hit on a lot of things that actually also crossed my mind uh, during watching this. Is first is is uh, starting back at the beginning of Cohen's soliloquy was. Uh, I don't think I've seen it since the '90s, and probably I saw it on tape. I didn't. I know I didn't see it at the theater. Um, and so that was uh, my memory of this movie was pretty much the scenes of uh jay and silent bob and (laughs) the ordering of the you know the the scenes that happen in the actual video store which are very few but those scenes i actually remembered Hmm. the rest of it i didn't remember it was like i was watching it for the first time yeah um and i thought it was interesting that those were the things that stuck with me after all the years like Like, it seems kind of weird to, I mean, I guess, you know, if a joke is good enough, you remember it, but, but, um, but to have like the rest of the film just fade from memory seemed, was kind of surprising to me. Um, and then in watching it, I was like, yeah, I can't really relate to these people, you know, like, (laughs) like, I think, I think some of, a lot of what goes on though is, is kind of the, the generation X thoughts at the time, you know, like. You know, I think at the at the time that he wrote it, I think it meant more for uh, Caitlin to be like, "Look, I don't want to get married. I don't know if I ever want to get married. I want to have this career and all that." Like that. Th- now, now we take that for granted. Yeah. Like we see that all the time, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know. And and, but I think at the time when it's small, t- he, you know, he's in a small town in New Jersey, and for the rest of us who grew up in small towns, like that was a little bit different. Yeah. So it's like, a, I could see how that resonates. And then some of their other conversations too. But um, the uh, other thing that watching it made me remember, I think it was like, you know what though, for, for my memory, like this is one of the handful of real times I recognized it, what an indie movie is. Sure. And mm. that's not to say, I saw my left foot in the theater you know my parents brought me to it you know we went as a family you know in the in the late eighties and that was Miramax, and that's considered an indie movie, but the production and everything about it didn't didn't set itself didn't set it apart, you know, like you wouldn't know that it was an indie movie because mm-hmm. it was playing in the same theater that played every movie that we ever saw yeah um, so for this, this was like clearly shot in its own way and all that and and all that so this to me when I think of like really um, influential 90s indie movies like mm-hmm. this, this is definitely top five. You mentioned slacker. Kevin Smith says that that movie was what got him to get off his butt and actually make a movie. Sure. Like he's like, if this guy can do it in a small town, mm-hmm. I can do it in a small town. And that's true. That movie was a also, you know, a generation X mm-hmm. uh, thing that, that, Set that stage and 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 set itself apart. So yeah. I th- I feel like I feel like we're we this movie's not necessarily the best, but it's the beginning of what marked a new wave of, of filmmaking. Yeah, um, kind of the way that you would look back at, at music, and and sometimes you say like, okay, well, you know, Blondie definitely didn't invent punk someone else did but they they made it more they did some mainstream things that everybody liked and i think that he's in the same situation he he didn't make the mainstream thing that everybody liked but he he made everybody else realize like hey this guy from the middle of nowhere in new jersey can make a movie and get famous and Mm -hmm. why don't we all do it yeah sure
0: yeah yeah i feel like his i feel like his place in the late '80s, early '90s, or all the '90s—I mean '90s—or that's the decade of the indie film, right? You know, and his place in that is, I feel like, in, in, inarguable. Yeah. Whatever you think of Clerks, it doesn't matter. He's a part of it, you know. Mm-hmm. He wasn't the first, but he was close to the—you know—he was within a few years. You know, like Sex Lies and Videotape was like '89, then Slacker, then—and I forgot to mention El, El Mariachi, which came out the same year as Reservoir Dogs. Hmm you know, and then clerks and then more
1: after that, you know, but yeah. It's, I think it's crazy how close it could have been ruined. Um, you know, starting with the weird original ending. Yeah. Um, that Dante is supposed to get shot and by somebody robbing the store. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't I don't know. I mean, I think he said, "I just didn't." He just didn't know how to end a movie. Sure, <laughs> which make kind of makes sense. But yeah, I. I... <laughs> Neither was Quentin Tarantino. Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> this is true. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it's. I guess that's not. That's not really. Uh... Well, I mean the the NC seventeen thing is more even more interesting. That's crazy. <laughs> yes, it was nearly unwatchable. You know, like how many how many theaters have actually show NC seventeen? Movies, right? And then the fact that Alan Dershowitz was the guy that bailed him out. <laughs> um, I mean, that's
0: that's the thing about yeah. this movie, though, too. Like every all the trivia regarding this movie and the behind the scenes and all that stuff, ultimately is probably far more compelling than the film itself. Not that it's not entertaining, but I mean there's just all kinds of interesting things like the way he paid for it and you know things like that and yeah. shooting shooting all night at the convenience store that he worked at all day you know <laughs> which is and, why they had to have the shutters closed right. oh, exactly because <laughs> they couldn't afford lights you know it was shot in black and white because they were they couldn't afford real lights so they're using whatever they could with all different color temperatures which would have been a nightmare to try and make look right in color so the easy fix is make everything black and white yeah. films cheaper it's cheaper to process so yeah so all those things you know <laughs> it's interesting <laughs> the tooth the there was a couple of things here and there I, I had forgotten about I forgot entirely about going to the, the funeral but mm-hmm. what's weird is that I remember very clearly this conversation they have in the car about his cousin
1: <laughs> I remember the conversation
0: I just forgot where they were going <laughs> because those were the two, the, to me, the two funniest jokes in the whole movie are that when, 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 um, Dante says, well, you know, I could, I could never reach. And Randall says, what do you mean? And he says, well, you know, everyone's, you said everyone's tried it. And he goes, I haven't. And there's that long pause and he goes, you fucking pervert. <laughs> <laughs> that joke always cracked me up and then the other one is when they're playing hockey on the roof and they lose the ball and he goes he goes at the guy walking by he says hey uh, is there a ball down there and he goes biggest pair you ever seen dingleberry <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so uh, stupid <laughs> those two jokes i don't know that for me that's clerks
1: <laughs> i i like uh when he's going back to the video store and the guy was uh, like, have you seen that? Have you seen this guy from the, you know, the video story? And he's like, no time for love, Dr. Jones. <laughs> <laughs> Just quotes movies to random people like that. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. I can see why Kevin Smith would kind of, he kind of wrote Randall for him, for himself, yeah. even though he's Dante. He, you know, Randall had a lot of good lines and he's the funnier of the two characters. So, yeah. I was was
0: always surprised that uh, the actor or the guy Jeff Anderson never did anything else really. Yeah, because he was he was a little he was a little uh, stiff, but he he had something I thought he had something there. He could have I feel like he could have maybe made a go of it if he wanted to or maybe tried I don't know I don't know his story but I always thought he was one of the best. His performance was probably the best of anyone in Clerks.
1: Yeah, I think the guy in the beginning selling the gum salesman who goes off on smoking was pretty good too yeah just truly's rep (laughs) yeah (laughs) just believability wise you know it sounded pretty Mm -hmm. pretty you know like how you would expect someone to proselytize like that but i was surprised that that kevin smith kind of he kind of wrote that because that was kind of how he felt at the time so much so i mean at least in the trivia imdb says that he didn't he didn't actually inhale when he was doing silent bob smoking cigarettes However, after filming, he started smoking like two packs a day, so <laughs> he didn't have the conviction of his character's beliefs or Oops. whatever, you, you know. Who knows? Who knows what happened?
2: The, um... Yeah. I would be shocked if this movie wasn't filmed in the exact order that it was made, I mean, that it shows, <laughs> because I... It seemed like at the beginning of the movie, the lines the delivery were more like a play, the acting was a little a little more rough, yeah, and then it became more natural, yeah as the film went on, yeah and but also the writing of the movie the the in what's going on actually also becomes more interesting as the film, yeah gets mm-hmm. goes on, but it's it just it I felt like at the end of the movie, like hey, they're finally getting in their groove, you know yeah. like. Whereas at the beginning some of it seemed a little a little off. Mhm. I didn't read anything about the order but it says it was shot in
1: 21 straight days and two pickup days. Yeah. I'm assuming pickup just means picking up scenes that you want to redo or something or stuff yeah. you want to shoot. Yeah. On reshoots probably or things you missed. Okay. That's pretty good, right? I mean 21 days seems like Yeah, that's great. Consider yeah and twenty seven thousand dollars yeah, they scraped together, maxed out his credit card, sold his comics, yeah, sold his col- or used his college money <laughs> yeah it paid off yeah. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, think of the risk that he took just mm-hmm. doing that because uh, so, yeah did it's,
0: it's so interesting because now like the you know the the technology has, has come along so far that honestly, if you have the time. You could you could make a feature film on your iPhone that looks better than Clerks.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. You know, or any phone. Any phone. Like, the video that phones shoot now is amazing. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's crazy.
0: But then, you know, cameras were expensive to rent or buy. The film was expensive. Processing was expensive. You know. It's interesting.
1: Yeah, so that's a good point, because, I mean, I can't think of a lot of movies that have been shot well i not that i've i know maybe maybe they have been shot on phones and whatnot and we just don't know about it i know that's you know smaller cameras is, is the norm or yeah. more more acceptable now but but it, you'd think it would co- correspond to a whole bunch of more indie filmmakers and in, in movies like
2: this yeah and so far it really hasn't happened yet well uh, searching for sugarman i think's the more one of the more famous ones that, yeah uh, they did
0: that. There's, there's a fair... The thing is, you don't have to use your phone because good cameras are cheap now. Mm. You know, I'm just saying you could. Like, if you want to make a no-budget feature film, anyone can probably do it if they really wanted to. If they have the time, you mm-hmm. know, shoot on the weekends. and it, But cameras are pretty cheap. Even if you wanted to buy one, you know, They've they've come down in price significantly. And now there's a lot more competition, too. Hmm.
1: So that's not the limiting factor, it's more the movie making and the editing and the stuff the other sure. stuff that people Well, also don't there's know like,
0: about. you know, uh, yeah, I mean, one is time. Um you know, people still oh. have jobs and stuff, but Oh, right.
1: <laughs> but like just time. like
0: coordinating people and schedules and stuff and just having like writing a script you know, mm-hmm. most people aren't going to finish a hundred and twenty-page script or a ninety-page script. Who started? That's just the way it is. It's like how many copywriters have a ha- you know a half-finished novel in their drawer, sort of thing. But then write something good that someone reads and thinks is good. Mm-hmm. And then even so, then you get shit like the Room. I mean, it, it, you know, there's plenty of garbage out there right now. There's tons of it. There's no shortage of bad movies. You know, because there are a lot of people making them, and there's a lot of places where you can go to to find them. How many streaming services are there? You know,
1: mm-hmm.
0: how much content out there is there to wade through? It's incredible. It's why young people are never going to watch old movies or listen to old music anymore.
2: Well, because until they listen to us inspire <laughs> them. <laughs> I mean, because like they're I mean... just
0: drowning in new content. There's so much,
2: right? You know. Hmm. Anyway. Yeah. Well, so much for <laughs> taking a month off work with you guys and making a movie. <laughs> oh crap! No, I think you made a good, really good point though, because he wrote
1: that. He wrote the screenplay. I'm assuming he finished it, and then he was like, "Okay, now I'm going to shoot this." Yeah. I mean, in short order, I imagine. Sure. Probably. And maybe. That's, that's probably the biggest stumbling block. You know, just
0: finishing a decent script. Like I bet it. you, I bet you, Clerks as a script is probably a pretty enjoyable read. Mm-hmm. You know, it's pretty funny. Listening to this dialogue spoken's a little stiff, a little stilted. Nobody talks the way he writes this. Right. You know, the dialogue, but like some of cadence is a Fast, yeah, and you know, it's a, it's a little affected. I mean, it's like no one talks like. It. But then again, I mean, nobody talks like the characters in a, a Quentin Tarantino film either. So, mm-hmm. it's just here, it doesn't feel quite as. Smooth or something, you know. Which is fine. Yeah. I mean, Kevin. I think Kevin Smith is a decent writer. He's not a very good director. He's not a great storyteller. He's shit at plot. Um, he's a good speaker though. Like you mm-hmm. ever heard him speak, Comic Con or something, or give a speech? He, you know, he speaks publicly on occasion. He's he's good at it. He's funny. He's witty. He can think out his feet. He'd have been a good stand-up comedian
2: mm mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I don't. It's something about that.
2: I think that's one of the things that's interesting about him is that he has this breakout movie. He gets, you know, he gets all this credit for it, and he doesn't really put it together much else in his career except for *Chasing Amy*. I would say, but yeah. a lot of his movies just, you know, like it. it it almost feels like he needed to go back and finish film school. I didn't mean yeah. to say that, but, but it's just like a lot of his stuff. Like I like Zach and Mary make a porno, but it wasn't. I don't. I don't know. It's he. he he's he's missing something. Like he's yeah. he's he's he just can't make that movie that you yeah. you want to watch again and again. Like dog. Yeah. I thought Dogma had some interesting ideas, but as a
0: film, yeah. it just doesn't really work. Kevin Smith has some interesting ideas. He needs someone to sort of help him flesh them out. Someone, I guess, who's probably a better writer than he is. Like, let him write the dialogue, but let someone else write the, the story. You know. Mm-hmm.
1: He needs a partner. Yeah, he does for sure. Yeah, that's why I thought it was odd that I hadn't seen it, seen this movie more because I must have seen Mallrats like three times. Um, <laughs> and I don't is kind think that's. Funny, I suppose. It's funny i don't i, I it's mean it's really frivolous it well so i mean these are all frivolous basically yeah. sure um i mean dog dogma tries to be a little bit more which I yeah. think is why it kind of fails it tries <laughs> it
0: tries, tries hard
1: yeah uh, i don't know about a more as god either but that's another <laughs> it's neither here nor there i mean but yeah but mole rats is funny in a way that Kind of makes you want to rewatch it, even though, yeah. Like by by the time you get to the end and he's licking this the chocolate fingers and stuff, like, you're like ah oh, man, I didn't need to see this whole movie just to, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, that I mean, how many movies can you say? I mean, that's Sam. You've said this before. Like, if I can think of three or four lines that I that I really like, it's worth it. Yeah. I anyway, my point is that I can't believe I haven't gone back and watched Clerks just to watch Clerks. I've just been like oh yeah clerks that exists you know that that was enough (laughs) yeah so yeah i don't i think you're also right that he hasn't really made his best possible movie if he's if he keeps going and maybe he'll get there
0: maybe i didn't see i forgot i mean clerks 2 as that's rough kind of rough That's tough to watch i i don't I don't remember it well. I just remember coming out of it thinking,
1: my God, that was terrible. I mean, yeah, it's just, it's just a retread. Yeah. It's nostalgic about the first one. And (laughs) that's, that's famous for the, you never go ass to mouth, (laughs) (laughs) but like, did you guys ever see,
0: did you guys see cop out?
1: Yes. With, with yes.
0: Bruce Will- which th- again, that movie's far more famous for the goings on behind the camera between him and Bruce Willis. Having, you know, like uh, confrontations where Bruce Willis basically threatened to beat him up and all kinds of weird shit. But it's terrible. I mean, it's unwatchable. Red State's pretty terrible. Tusk is unbelievably terrible. Yoga hosers, I didn't even bother sitting through
1: yoga hosers
0: yeah <laughs> I've never uh, heard of that one it's a, a movie <laughs> starring his daughter and Johnny Depp's daughter I think
1: oh I what about uh, Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back eh, that's
0: kind of funny I suppose
1: I it's don't really funny remember people. It, but he made another Jay and Silent Bob
0: movie not that long ago um Jay and Silent Bob reboot was like
1: 2019 oh I missed that one yeah
0: anyway he's filming clerks three right now hmm can't wait <laughs> yeah whatever that may be i mean you know if i look at his filmography the films he's directed and i think and i think uh look at it with the eye for what, what would i like to watch again maybe maybe dogma only to see ben affleck and matt damon before they were superstars because I've only seen it once and I don't remember it very well.
1: Yeah. I don't think Matt Damon's in it, but... And Oh, sorry. I, th- I thought we were going... I was thinking Mallrats, sorry. Oh. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> right. <laughs> you got Mallrats in the brain. Chase and Amy, I remember being really... There's just so much soliloquy, you know? Yeah. At one point, Amy, I assume is... I can't remember the actress's name, but, you know, she's... Oh joey lauren adams yeah she's um sounds like she's talking she's yelling herself horse um yelling at him and i yeah i don't remember i don't remember the i don't even remember the conflict i just remember like wow that's that's there's a lot of yapping going on here <laughs> i don't remember that movie
0: much at all I, I, I vaguely recall there being some um ambiguity going on where i was like wait what who? Wait. Now that doesn't make any sense. But I, I have no idea what the context of that is. I don't know why I think that. I have no. I don't really remember it at all.
2: Um. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you did mention Kevin Smith doing stand-up comedy. You know, mm-hmm. he did do a TV comedy special that's an hour long. Uh, he did. Yeah, it's called Silent But Deadly. Oh, and, I didn't um, know that. Yeah, I've seen it. He, it was. It was filmed right before he had his almost life-ending heart attack a couple, yeah. you know, a few years ago. Sure. Um, yeah, it was. It was all right. It, oh yeah. Yeah, he's tell he tells some stories. He says some amusing things. I, you know, the, but you're really there to listen to Kevin Smith, tell stories about being Kevin Smith. You know, yeah. and w- what he's done. Not not that not because he's a really funny guy and all that, but it's not. Don't get me wrong; it's not bad or anything. It's just, it's it's because of his history that he has some stories to tell, um, rather than he's not he's not delivering one-liners or stories about, you know, three guys walking to a bar. Hmm. Anyway, the fourth one ducks.
1: Right. <laughs> <Sorry>. oh. <laughs> but I think that's yes. a, that also s- tells you something about him because I mean, if he he decided he could do it. And that was, that was enough. You know, he decided he could get up on stage and talk and just like he decided he could make a movie, you know, I I have a lot of respect for that. Just, you know, who, who's going to tell him no. Who's why? And why would you? Right. If you don't like it, don't, don't watch it.
0: I like his show. He, I don't know if he still has it uh, on AMC called comic book men or guys. I forgot what it's called. Oh yeah. I like that.
1: did i watch that
0: it was just like him and his comic book dork friends you know or he wasn't even in it he was only in like the first episode or something and then he wasn't in it because his friends like one or two of them are the inspiration for dante and uh randall or one or the other i forget which one and they're just comic book dorks and they just sit around yakking about stupid shit and it's pretty funny
1: (laughs) yeah yeah, well, maybe that's it. So he's a you know he could be a pretty good producer. He could, he's a creative guy. Yeah. But yeah, maybe, maybe it wasn't meant to be a director, necessarily.
2: Well, I was hoping we get him on the show because I I had one question for him. Yeah. Yeah, I wondered if he had any regrets about naming his daughter Harley Harley Quinn. Quinn. <laughs> because, at the time. Nobody knew who Harley Quinn was, and it yeah. was, except for people who really read comics. And now everybody does. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. She probably no. just goes by Harley, and that sounds like a motorcycle.
1: Yeah. You want to ask him that, or you want to ask his daughter that? No, him. <laughs> well, who cares <laughs> what he thinks? If he, it's her name. <laughs> yeah, but he chose the name.
2: I mean, she doesn't right. have any say in it, you know? So
1: never mind what she thinks. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not saying that. I'm just saying
2: that she, when the decision was being made, she was not one of the parties involved. True. Okay. So, yeah.
1: So the what were you thinking kind of question is directed at him. That makes sense.
2: No, it's not the what were you thinking. It's (laughs) do you regret what you were thinking based on how things change? Right. You know, like, haven't you ever met someone who has a name who, back when they were 10 years old, it meant nothing. But then 20 years later, something happens and... You know, like if your last name's Bobbitt, <laughs> that changed everything for you for a sure. little while. <laughs> you yeah. know, your last name's Dahmer, that changed everything. Well, I mean, this <laughs> isn't quite that much. But at the same time, all of a sudden, Harley Quinn is a name that everybody knows. Sure. And it, it changes things a little bit. So, yeah.
1: I don't know. No, oh, yeah. Let's send, drop him a line. See if he'll uh, answer it. Like.
0: I feel like if anybody would. <laughs> you know, of all the movies we've talked about, the people involved who made the movies of all of that, if anyone would say yes, it'd probably be Kevin Smith. <laughs> <laughs> Which would be a
2: little awkward because I feel like I just kind of shit all over him. <laughs> well... I, I don't know. I mean, I think I think what you're saying is is that uh, if you put what both of you guys said together, what we all say together, I don't think it's 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 really that bad because he gets accolades for for having the guts and doing it and actually sure. becoming successful. And then I think the thing is is that at least for 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 most of us, we. We have, I'm okay. I won't put words in your mouth. I'll just say for me, when someone makes something good and then all of a sudden has the ability to make anything they want, I expect something better. Like, I expect (laughs) it to, I expect this. Like, you, and that's part of just rooting for people. Like, you like it when the small guy all of a sudden makes a really popular movie and the small Mm -hmm. time maker, you know, who, who didn't go through the normal channels makes something great. And you're like, see the, you know, it can be done by by people who who didn't go through the classic way or have to, you you know, beg Hollywood for for ten years and and make yeah. all sorts of things they don't want. So it, to me, it's like, oh, as soon as the little guy starts winning, I want him to keep winning. True. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's really what it is. And I don't know that that's bad. I, I've said it before. Like, uh, you know, I used to think, oh, they're, that that band's a one-hit wonder it's a failure I was like no way that band's a one hit wonder what a success <laughs> you know like it took me a while to realize that though <laughs> yeah I don't think it's all that
0: uncomp, oh I mean it's not as rare as you would think for filmmakers to make like their first film is is good or recognized and everything after just doesn't live up to it I guess it's probably not the norm but It's not that. It's not that. Unfortunately, it's not that unusual, I would suppose. And for some reason, I always think about the uh, Jared Hess who made Napoleon Dynamite, Mm. and made you know quite a few movies after that were all terrible, culminating with fucking Masterminds, which is like the biggest piece of shit I have ever seen with the most amazing comedic cast ever.
1: Yeah, I mean. I didn't see any other ones, but I've saw, I've seen those two. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't see Nacho Libre? Uh, yeah, no, I did see Nacho Libre. It's not very
0: good. I mean, not Jack very good. Black tries really hard, but it's not very good. But he's yeah. still, like, Jared Hess is still doing shit, you know? Like, he's got stuff in the works right now. Even though he's never made anything as good as Napoleon Dynamite, which isn't even that great. It's just funny. I mean, it's, oh, it's, I it's like not... I like it. It is. It's funny. It, it, Napoleon Dynamite's good. I would probably rather watch Napoleon Dynamite than Clerks, actually.
2: Yeah, I'd go back and watch that again.
1: Yeah, it's almost like, is it, what, 10 years after Clerks? Something like that? I mean, it's almost like the next Uh, generation.
0: No, yeah, Yeah. I think it's exactly 10 years. 2004 was Napoleon Dynamite. It had a
1: little moment, and everyone everyone saw it. It made a lot of money. Yeah. Yeah, I had a vote for Pedro (laughs) t-shirt. There you go. I wish I still had that. I don't know where it is. Yeah, so, I mean... What's what's crazy is that people do have this vision of Hollywood... Not Hollywood, but the people that make movies. Like, you, like, everyone thinks, well, you have to be Spielberg, you have to be Scorsese, you have to be someone amazing to make amazing movies. And most of the time, it doesn't seem to be the case. It just have to have something but you also have to have luck you have to have you know money behind it i mean even the the miramax picking up the picking up clerks i mean that that could have not happened sure so it could have you know done you know okay at a few different two, few showings and uh, film festivals and made its money back but without miramax it wouldn't have made a lot of money and made it you know okay to, to even try to do this I and mean, so you also have to have, yeah, I mean, I think there's a, there's, it's somebody's, it's it, somewhere in, in the trivia, it says something about who, how Miramax came to, to take it on. And it was like the, uh, you know, it's one of the dick sucking jokes. It was like 36, 37 dicks, 37 dicks in a row. <laughs> <laughs> and somebody heard that in a row thing and they thought it was hilarious. And that was, you know. I don't know someone can find it and do it, do it justice but I mean just the idea that someone in a in a dark theater or whatever screening room I don't know what, how they do that but that someone had to sign off on it and then you know the bigger the movie the bigger the studio and stuff the more people have to sign off on stuff like this and then the more diluted it gets generally I mean especially when you think about ratings and, and how screwy that is yeah So it's not, I mean, yes, we definitely want to, or at least I I think we all agree that we, that we want people like Kevin Smith around because they make things more interesting. You know, maybe it's not perfect, but without them, you're going to get a lot more crap. You're going to get a lot more corporate influence, you know, just taking over stuff. And, And then if you want to translate them to music, I think the same thing happens with music. The bigger the, you know, the production the more bland it gets. So. <laughs> I feel like I need a slogan here, but I don't, got, I don't have one.
2: <laughs> All right. So just uh, to add to your story, uh, so Clerks, when it was screened at Sundance um, in 1994, it won the Filmmaker's Trophy. And at a restaurant uh, following the screening, uh, Harvey Weinstein had invited uh, Smith to his table and made an offer to buy the movie there. So wow. that's, that's, yeah, that's how it happened was that Smith sold him the movie, hmm. uh, following, uh, it doing while at Sundance and then Miramax took and put it in some, in Cannes and other film festivals. And then that's when they were going to give it a limited release. They had to get, uh, it was Miramax that hired Alan Dershowitz to, uh, <laughs> sue the MPA to, uh, appeal the, um, the film rating. Yeah.
1: So yeah. I like this sign that says, "If you plan to shoplift, please let us know." <laughs> yeah. And who do we see? There seems seen? to be plenty of. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna eating. say like uh, Jay, right? He stuffs his yep. face with food. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Do you think the egg thing is is? Is it a real story or do you think that's kind of a fanciful? You know, the 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 guy that's per- searching for the perfect dozen of eggs. Yeah, that that seemed silly. The milk one is we all get like the milkmaid, I guess. Mm-hmm. The the woman or whatever who, who I think that was I think that was Kevin Smith's mom. Oh, really? Mhm. <laughs> who searches for the the oldest possible date. Or... <laughs> That I can get behind,
0: but the egg thing just seems ludicrous.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's, it's almost like he had, had some eggs and he's like, well, what, what can we write? You know, let's write, <laughs> write a scene for this. I got all the free eggs. The What can I do? Yeah. Also the guy that, that dies in the bathroom, you know, mm-hmm. he's uh demonstrably painfully Jewish in a way. I mean, yeah, a character, caricature of a Jewish person mm-hmm. and, uh. I didn't... I mean, I didn't really see any point to that other than maybe the way he could bargain for... I don't... I don't even... Not bargain. <laughs> know, that sounds horrible already. Um, no, I'm just... Like, I like. It just... It stood out like... There are some various... I mean, there are really no people of color in the movie. Right. Um, you know, there's strong female characters, I guess. Uh, I don't know. It's just... It's just odd the way... The cho- like, if... Uh, in again with like the egg thing and all these this things that he comes up with you wonder is like has he seen someone because he was working the store right he actually worked in the convenience store sure. a- and the video store mhm they both did I think so
0: or no 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 sorry yeah just yeah Kevin Smith did I don't think the other two guys did
1: right so he did he could have seen a lot of these things, things and, and wrote it down and it's yeah. like oh that's that's you know that's how this person do this and Mm-hmm. write that in and
2: so the guy who is the uh the egg obsessed guidance counselor, the actor, yeah. yeah, was also the cigarette protester who buys the cigarettes immediately after
1: <laughs> that's right, and he's, yeah.
2: and he's also the person who was offended by when he's buying stuff is the when they're talking about the yeah <laughs> <laughs> And if you notice he's actually buying paper towels and Windex. <laughs> <laughs> he is. I believe it. And so. If you watch
0: if you watch the credits when the movie's over, there are a lot of names being repeated. Yeah <laughs> in the cast. <laughs>
2: There's quite a few people playing multiple roles. I also like. I mean, there's a lot of fun trivia for this movie. I yeah. think you're right that the trivia is maybe more fun than the movie itself. Like, because you think of um, you think of Jay, and he's so like obnoxious and in your face, but he was so nervous to do his dancing that he made everyone leave. They left the camera running, and everyone left so that he wouldn't be <laughs> nervous or embarrassed in front of him in the film. like it just yeah. is funny because it's like his his character that seems like the last thing he would be concerned about you know yeah. or <laughs> thinking about so to me it's just funny like that this guy could even be nervous <laughs> you know yeah So. um also i thought that it was funny that that um you know, this is, this is just how, the way I look at things, um, the, the uh, partially autistic way of looking at things, because as soon as Dante, you know, I'd already seen like when, when Dante is saying how all the prices end in nine, I was like, what are you talking about? All the prices behind you end in fives. <laughs> <laughs> they do all this thing. and i noticed that at the beginning of the movie like before he even said it and i part of me might have remembered from you know what however many years ago that that was in there but it, but it was one of those things where it's like Yeah, hey, all the movies end in fives so, i mean all the prices end in fives so they never end in fives so i was end in nines so <laughs> later he says it anyway this is this is a deep movie lots of lots of hidden easter eggs yes. yeah I
0: also forgot when I was saying the scenes like the funny scenes I remember the um the other one was um Olaf singing berserker and the, <laughs> and the girl goes did he just say making fuck
1: <laughs> that always cracked me up berserker <laughs> yeah i love it i think we also nearly settled the debate over which is the best uh <laughs> of the original trilogy Although it's It's kind of weird that like So Dante likes Empire And uh, Randall likes Return of the Jedi But then he Immediately shits on Return of the Jedi Well he doesn't shit on it But he just says You know brings up that whole thing About the The uh, con- construction workers The contractors So it's kind of Undercutting his point Although he doesn't really say Why he likes Return of the Jedi He just says Oh no you're crazy Yeah I mean, yeah, we'll never, we'll, we'll never truly settle that, but we'll just, uh, you that's know, because we'll... Star Wars is the best. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, you like Star Wars. I agree with Dante. I think Empire is the best. <laughs> I agree with that too. I, Cohen, I always picture you as a return of the Jedi, but I think maybe that's just co- good. <laughs>
0: well, no, I will say this. I feel like return of the Jedi gets unfairly maligned. It's not as good as Empire Strikes Back, but it. It's better in Star Wars, I think. Ooh. Ooh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Not that Star Wars is bad. People shit on Ewoks, and I, I got no problem with Ewoks.
1: Yeah. <laughs> 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 so you don't see it as the, the first the first uh you know co- uh what do I, I want to say? Uh <laughs> You know, commercialization—the first time Lucas like sells out is what? It could have been Wookies instead no. of Ewoks. No, no, you don't say it that way. He <laughs> sold out with Star Wars when he sold the, <laughs> the
0: toys, and that's how he became a gajillionaire. It was smart, I suppose. Yeah, <laughs> he sold the licensing rights before he even finished the movie. Okay, he, I don't. He I was didn't pretty. Mean, he was. What?
1: I didn't mean. Yeah, no, you're you're you're, you're spot on, but I didn't mean. Uh, literally selling out. I meant like artistically selling out.
0: Artistically, George Lucas. Uh.
1: <laughs> uh, and if you want to hear more George, of our thoughts on this, okay. <laughs>
0: George Lucas is another one of those guys. He's like he's got decent ideas, but Christ's sake, don't let him in front of a typewriter. And he shouldn't be directing anything. He shouldn't be directing traffic. He can. He's got some decent ideas. He directed you know. traffic. That was a yeah. pretty good movie. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, fucking. Uh, Phantom
2: menace. Holy shit. All right. If we go down that wormhole. Yeah. I, didn't mean to, I didn't mean to bring it up. I just to
1: point out that this, you know, <laughs> what's more true to life than <laughs> seeing people on screen have the same conversation you're having? Sure. Except for maybe the. So, what was the was a painter he's like oh yeah he was gonna go to a mobster's house and he didn't he was a little too matter of fact the way he kind of like you know said his piece and then walked out like there was certain certain people that were you know like just too definitive in the way they came like were on camera and then off i mean i don't know it's a minor minor thing but you could tell that some people were just clearly happy to be in a movie (laughs) <laughs> yeah <laughs> like just really really enjoying themselves what did you think of um what's i can't remember the girlfriend the veronica is a the current girlfriend Not, yeah the current girlfriend
0: yeah i i
1: don't know. i don't know why i
2: have to i think this. that her her acting the beginning really was like reading the lines as in a, in a play but then i think she got better she As it went along. Okay. So she's, she's, she's one of the examples of that.
1: Gotcha. Sounds about right. Yeah. And I, I was, you know, twice now, I guess when I've seen, or when I've thought about the movie, I have thought about, you know, why does he like hockey so much or what, you know, I guess it doesn't matter that it's hockey or that there's no way you could play on a roof like that. It's too small, but, um, it says more about like what that time of your life. It's the most important thing of his day. He's like, Oh, I gotta, I gotta game it too. You know, he didn't care about anything but that really. And then it was pissed when he got cut short and it makes sense, I guess. I mean, I, I still do stupid shit like that. I still get worked up over a stupid game. <laughs> But I mean, yeah, there's, there's also, it's weird that like he, he juxtaposed that that with like thinking about himself, like, oh, why, you know, like obviously the character, not only, well, yeah, the character, I guess, is, is thinking about what else he could be doing. Well, and his girlfriend is telling him he should be doing something else, go to school, this, this and that. Um. But I mean, it's, is that, is it a generational thing or is that just just the time of your life. I mean, I, 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 the, I mean, the music sets it apart is nineties. This is a nineties film, but isn't that some of that just being in your early twenties? Sure. All right. Well, we reached the point where I'm getting too nitpicky for my own good. Yeah. <laughs> and I just about ran out that of happens. power. So I, I plugged in my, my laptop. That's just, <laughs> 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 um, so we, yeah. I mean, if it was your kid, you know, your teenage kid or something, how how old would you say you you'd let them watch it?
2: Hmm. Or, yeah, no. You know. I don't know why they'd be interested. Yeah,
0: old enough so they don't repeat everything they see see all the time.
2: So mm-hmm. eight. <laughs> eight. <laughs> yeah
1: uh,
0: teenager for sure late late yeah. stage teenager
1: yeah you kind of relate to it I think it's funny sure maybe yeah I mean is is it more of a guy movie than anything else It's it seems like it's gotta be I think so
0: yeah probably I mean I was watching it with my wife and she at one point she said I don't I didn't remember this being so boring <laughs> <laughs>
2: But they're talking about Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> That's compelling shit. Talk about that till the day we die.
1: <sighs> well, should we uh close up shop?
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Resounding. <you're> yes.
1: <laughs> Please do it.
2: All right. Do I know what we're doing next? Yes. So our next review is from a guest who has listened to all of a lot of our reviews. I don't want to say all of them, but, uh, but I, so I asked him, I said, okay, well, do you want to do one? And he said, sure. And by pure coincidence, the film he picked Hmm? is seen in this film. Oh Yeah. Yeah. Like he picked the film two weeks ago before you even picked this. And I'm watching this and I was like, oh my God, there's the box in the video store for the very film we're gonna review next. Hmm. Damn it. So not that I expect you to have uh, memorized that scene <laughs> since, or the scenes with all the movies in it. Um, but yeah, that's that was my first impossible hint. Well, mm. I have no memory of the the cassette, like the VHS covers
0: when he's in the video
2: store. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know it's
0: Happy Scrappy Hero Puppy. Uh, yes, <laughs> is, it, is, it, is it best of both worlds? <laughs> <laughs> no. Nope.
2: All right. So the other thing is it, is that this movie has Bruce Willis in it, so it will be a double up. Oh. Hmm. 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 Shoot.
1: <laughs> it's not blind date, is it? <laughs> Who would re- no. Okay. No. No. <laughs> All right. Is it
2: Hudson Hawk? Nope. But oh I'll, no. Okay. This might. This might. I. I I'm thinking Cohen's gonna get it from this. Was it that? the last Boy it's Scout? Directed and produced by Robert Zemeckis.
0: Robert Zemeckis,
2: uh,
0: yeah. Oh that fuck it, Is it the kid? Nope. Disney's the kid. Nope. Or wait, was he in North? I always get the two
1: mixed up. Uh, oh, is is he? Is he, um, is he uh, the voice of a baby? Nope. Okay. Oh wait, did Robert
0: Zemeckis uh, direct um, "Death Becomes Her"? Yep. Is that it? <laughs> yep.
2: I knew you'd get it sooner or later. (laughs) I Uh, forget that Bruce Willis is in that movie. Anyway, he chose that, which I have no memory of, other than the fact that I saw it. Yeah. And I'm interested to do it because he loves the movie and it's one of those movies that like pretty much anywhere you look hits fifty. 50% for audience. (laughs) Like like people love it or hate it. So I always like it when when you have that, that contrast. I'm like, like, okay, what, what, what is it about this movie that, that either throws people one way or the other? So I'm curious, Hmm. much less makes you champion it for other people, right?
1: Yes. Yeah. Cool. I think it's available for free on Peacock. Yes, it is. Cool. Again.
2: Well, well, well. All right. Well, this is, is definitely been our best review. By far. Yep. The only other one that was close was. <laughs> <laughs> Agreed.
1: Can't, can't argue with that.
0: <laughs>
1: awesome. Cool. So, mystery guest next time. And I. Death Becomes Her.
2: Yes. All right, adios. <laughs> all right. See you next time. Thanks for listening. I don't know what you guys are talking about at all.